0: Shotgun look Baker, good snap, looking to his left, looking for the ball toward the end zone, toward Evans, he makes the catch, touchdown Tampa Bay, Mike Evans. This is Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Hooters, Hooters the official wing joint since 1983. Now your co-hosts, former Buccaneers guard Ali Marpet and Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips.
1: Welcome into Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Hooters. We are coming to you from the Hooters Owl's Nest. Casey Phillips joined by our amazing punter and kicker, Jake Kamarda and Chase McLaughlin. Guys, thanks so much for being with us.
2: Thanks for having us. Absolutely.
1: Uh, first of all, I'm very excited about having the two of you on. I remember this was such a perfect example. This last week, I knew I was going to have you on. I was talking to your special teams coach Keith Armstrong, and I told him I was like, "I'm having your guys on." He goes, "Oh boy." And then I looked over and chased through an entire handful of peanuts at Jake in that exact moment. It couldn't have been scripted better. (laughs) So I feel like you guys were just born to be on this show together. It was just it was meant to be.
2: Yeah, that could have been out of a movie on that we one. We were meant yeah. to be together, yeah. Chase. <laughs> yes. We were meant yes, to be were. together.
1: Uh, I do wish we, of course, had a better outcome of a game to talk about here. We're going to talk about the game a little bit and getting into you guys and your careers and uh, the rest of the season. But um, for you guys, what was the, being in the locker room, uh, what was kind of the message to the team after the game, things that coach has said and and just the way that it that feels, maybe some things veterans are saying at this point in the season, knowing you guys are definitely still in it, but uh, been a bit of a, a tough stretch here.
3: Uh, I think that, the message for the most part after the game was, you know, look at look at some of the things that we did in that game. We did a lot of really good things in that game. Um, I know a lot of times everybody likes to look at the the negative aspect of it. But when you look at a lot of the positives that we did, um, there's so much bright potential that we have, especially for the rest of the season. And, um, you know, where where we stand right now, like we're definitely not out of it, not even not even close to being out of it. Um, in fact, if anything, we're very much in it. So, uh I think the message f- that we receive for the most part is like, "Hey, we're still in this thing. um let's just keep rolling and uh I think that's pretty much the the whole the whole message that everybody's got behind us,
2: yeah, I agree. I think uh, you got to give the Niners credit. they're yeah. one of the best teams in this league and, and for us to 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 hang with them and even have a chance to win. I mean, I think everybody on this team thinks we should have won that game, so uh, it just kind of proved to us that you know we do have what it takes and 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 like Jake said, look at the positives and not the negatives.
1: And I know that uh, you guys can still, as you put it, control your destiny for the playoffs. You're very much still in it. Is that a really reassuring feeling after a loss like this to know like, hey, we've got all these division games coming up. We can absolutely control our destiny to a playoff spot the way things are.
2: 100%. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, uh, focusing on the things that you have in front of you. We still have uh, seven, eight games left. So a lot of football left to be played and a lot of uh, division games, too. So it's uh, it's all all in front of us.
1: And I know now looking at this game from y'all's perspective, um, first of all, Jake, props to you, that punt that got down at the two yard line. That was pretty amazing. Uh, take Thank us through you. that one and, and how that felt oh, to even get a round of applause from Chase. <laughs> uh, I true.
3: appreciate it. Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, we were we were going that way. And uh, it that, that stadium is a, is a windy stadium. Um, that wind was playing pretty hard uh, from right to left on that punt. And uh, uh, yeah, we were just we were able to hit a ball that had honestly kind of cut a little bit uh with the wind and uh we got a pretty fortunate bounce uh, when it landed so uh that was a uh that was that was good for the that was good for the bucks.
1: You mean the bounce that pl- that went exactly as you had planned, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's what I knew just as,
3: as we, I had planned. Just, right? just how we drew it up. Just <laughs> how we drew it
2: up, right?
1: <laughs> and uh, Chase, were you getting a little bored out there for a little? While? You didn't have as much to do in an, as a normal game. It feels like just a couple little extra points. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, yeah. I was just uh, being Jake's cheerleader out there, being cheerleader for the team. Doing well, you obviously and... did great on that front. <laughs> exactly. That
1: was what led to this punt down to the two. Yes. Was the the cheerleading over here? Well, no.
2: it's it's always Chase,
3: right? It's yeah. not me. It's no. Chase. Chase <laughs> is the one that. takes... He's, he's gonna get all the credit for this
1: right obviously is it hard for you when there is a game where maybe you aren't as involved or don't have to go out there as often to stay loose stay in it stay ready
2: definitely that's a that's a big part of it for sure is that we're talking about that actually is um, a lot of people think about the game clock so if i don't get a kick for a whole quarter it's only 15 minutes well it's actually true time it's it could be hour, hour and a half before I get another rep. So staying loose, staying ready and, uh, just staying within routine. So whenever I have certain routines, whenever we uh, cross the 50, start to get ready and, and so, things like that. So, um, but yeah, when you don't have those kicks, um, uh, as often throughout the game, you definitely have to, to focus more on your, your routine.
1: Um, you brought up the, the windy part of that stadium. Mm-hmm. Tell me the stadiums that you guys do you guys have stadiums that you're really excited to go kick in stadiums. You really don't want to have to kick in that are much, you know, stadiums that you prefer over others in terms of the, the difficulty level.
3: I think we could agree on stadiums. We like to kick in places like, uh, uh indoors? Detroit, indoors, Atlanta, Atlanta yeah. <laughs> Minnesota. Yeah. Um, yeah, all the, all the places that are indoors are, uh, those are obviously good, good places to be in. Um, but I mean, the way that a lot of these NFL stadiums are, a lot of them are either in the middle of nowhere, kind of like San Fran Stadium, mm-hmm. or they're always on a river or a lake, um, which brings the wind in. And, and based on how the stadiums are made, um, it gets really interesting how that wind you know flows through that stadium. So um, there's definitely harder places to play in the league and easier places, technically, I guess you would say, to play. But I don't know. At the end of the day, I still look at it as like... It's still the same game, you know, it's still the same game and you're still going to try and do the same thing in it. So
1: we're talking to Jake Camarda and Chase McLaughlin. So, and as you put it also, it's like, man, the other kickers are, are kicking and punting in the same conditions too, um, which I have been wanting to ask, do you guys view it as a like kicker versus kicker punter versus punter battle in the game? Like I always think about the guys talk about the game within the game where maybe like an offensive lineman and a defensive lineman are kind of having their own one-on-one battle, even though you guys don't go up against them per se, mm-hmm. do you think of it that way?
2: Personally, I don't. I, I look at it more like the game of uh, golf. Like it's, it's you against the course in a way. Um, you're just trying to make every kick you can and, and every good point that you can. And so, um, it's not really competition one-on-one per se. And like you said, you're not really going up against them one-on-one, but, um, you're just trying to do the best you can with the opportunities you get. Yeah, I, I definitely would agree with that. Um,
3: I don't, I don't necessarily approach a game thinking like, Oh, you know, this is who their punter is. Like it's me versus him today. Cause you can get in, if you get into that mindset, um, you can get into a greedy mindset where you're not necessarily playing for the team. And you always want to be in a position where like, you're trying to help your team out, not trying to boost what you're trying to do just so you can one up the other guy. Like if you're, if you're doing that, you could put your team at, at a risk in, in, in a way. And I just, it's not worth it at that point. Um, so, no, I think, kind of like Chase was saying, I've never heard that analogy. It's you against the course. Yeah. I yeah. like that. That's unreal. That's great. That's exactly how it is.
1: Um, as you talk about the getting, the avoiding getting selfish and thinking of it that way, I think that a punter probably has to be, in some ways, the least selfish guy on the team, knowing that it's like your success and the team's success can sometimes be directly inverse of each oh, other. Yeah. Is that challenging for, for you to think about?
3: Yeah, I just, you know, I think it all works. It all works together, right? So, you... I go on the field, obviously, when the offense doesn't do great, right? But I also have a chance to really help out the defense. And so if, if as a punt unit, we can put the other team in a difficult place or a difficult situation, that gives our defense a lot more confidence, and you can score points on defense. So, you know, it all facets of the game, they all work together. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely a tough thing, because you're technically going in the game after a, a negative kind of mindset and a negative play, but um yeah, you know, yeah. we all we all work together. Your so. chance
1: to turn it around. Yeah, it's it's, it's almost
3: like, hey, here's a chance to, you know, you took something that didn't go how it was planned, and now you can, you know, jumpstart it to another positive and and get everybody rolling. So uh
1: how about Devin's fifty-one yard punt return? Uh tell me what it was like to watch that happening after I'm sure watching him spending a lot of time with him at practice.
3: He is the energizer bunny. <laughs> That's what I call him. Yeah. That guy can fly. Um, yeah, I mean, I went, I went back and watched. It. I don't know if you've gone back and watched it yet. I went back and watched it, and he starts going right, and then sees his little hole left, and just like takes off, and whole other gear. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable how fast that guy moves because he's a he's a small guy, and like he just flies. Oh, it's unbelievable to watch. That's so
1: cool. What's it been like watching him grow into this return position? If you know after. Last year, especially, you know, Jake, you were here for the whole time of like coming in undrafted guy, having to fight for it, being on the practice squad a lot of the time and then earning that role and now being in it consistently this year. Where, where have you seen that growth from him and, and getting a chance to watch him and work with him at practice?
3: So it was a really full circle moment at San Fran because San Fran last year was DT's first game as returner and he broke a huge return on kickoff. So I don't know what it is about he playing in San, San Fran, Fran yeah. but DT in San Fran Stadium. They love each other.
1: I love. They're that. great.
3: So, no, it's it's been it's been really cool to watch him. Um, I, I love I love it because uh, when we're trying to emulate other guys uh, during the week, like punters and kickers, you know, me and DT kind of have a lot of dialogue throughout the week. So, just getting to talk to him about like what the other guys are doing, what they're trying to play, um, it's a lot of fun to hear you know his ideas and and just and listen to him talk and really adopt and and be that position. So.
1: So this is interesting. I've never thought about this, of you guys essentially also having to be like a scout team. I've always just thought that you guys are working on your own thing. I've never thought about the idea of having to emulate the other team's punter or kicker. Is it just punter or is it both of you have to do this? It's both, yeah. So what does that entail? What does that end up looking like? What are the things that you guys try to emulate?
2: Luckily, uh all. Not all kicking and punting, but is the exact same. But it's it's pretty similar. There's only so many things you can do. Um, obviously, there's a lot more with punting, different types of punts that you can you can hit. And uh, going back to DT, I think uh, when he's working with Jake, like if there's like uh, we played Mitch this last week and he hits a banana punt that he likes to hit, and and DT will, will ask Jake, "Hey, hit me that ball," and he says, H- "Keep hitting it to me until I get it." Mm-hmm. So seeing his work ethic with that, but. um just emulating uh, other kickers or uh or like trying to um give scout team reps for uh the opposing team kickers it's it's uh it's all pretty similar really there's only so many kicks you can do and punts like that so um yeah I try to get the best look we can for for the team
3: yeah and to try to, to try to back what Chase was saying DT comes with me all the time and he's like hey like are you hitting punts today like can you hit me some balls today like hit me some of these, hit me some of those. And I mean, he, his work ethic for that is, is awesome. And it's, it's fun to watch. And it's fun to be around a guy like that because you know, in the end of the day, like he cares and he's really trying to put forth everything he's got for this team. And it's like, I want to play with guys like that. That's, that's fun. That's, that's fun. so cool. Yeah.
1: So what is the film session or preparation or studying like for the two of you guys? So you're not, when you're not doing the scout team, when you're getting to actually prep for the other team, we talk about this with all the other position groups of, they watch exactly who they're lining up against to get these tendencies and find it out. So for each of you, what is the game prep like individually? Chase, what about you first?
2: Game prep, it's it's not so much like you said uh, studying who you're lining up against because you're not you're like I said you're, you're playing against the course here. So um, it's really just trying to dial in uh, your form and technique throughout the season. Um, if if you start to lose a little bit. You got to go back to what worked for you in the past or if things are going well, then you just try to keep it going. Um, but there's just, there's key points that you, you try to, um, self-reflect if you will. And, and, um, and try to just stay on top of the horse if you will. And, uh, um, make sure you just keep things going smooth with, with the, with the technique and fundamentals. Jake, what about you? Yeah,
3: I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like Chase. I just try, I really try to keep it simple, especially in the prep. Um, you know, you can you can get into the to to really studying the film. Um, I've kind of learned that every game is really different. And when you're watching tape, especially for what I do, I could be punting a, a different way based on where I'm playing at, based on like what the wind's doing mm-hmm. and stuff. And you don't always see that on tape because you can't tell conditions. So sometimes watching a ton of tape for me. Something's working one day for me, but I always i, I, can, I can easily forget like, oh, well, what was the condition? What was the wind? What, what was the feeling in this moment, right? So for me, I just I really try to keep it simple and uh, just focus on, you know, what, what can I do best? Just how can I, I I call myself a feel guy. Like, how can I feel what I need to feel when it's when it's time to go? And I just work on that in practice and try to keep it all all in, in one little bit of time.
1: That makes sense. All right. We're going to take a quick break here on Buccaneers Total Access brought to you by Hooters, the original wing joint since 1983. This is Buccaneers Radio.
0: Buccaneers Total Access continues brought to you by Hooters, the original wing joint since 1983. Back to your co-hosts, Ali Marpet and Casey Fellows.
1: Welcome back into Buccaneers Total Access. We are coming to you from the Hooters Owls Nest, joined by Jake Camarda and Chase McLaughlin, our infamous punter and kicker the the dynamic duo of the special teams room uh so tell me a little bit for you guys I would love to know do you get recognized in public because I feel like y'all get to be some of the more anonymous people on this team
2: Jake definitely does I'm sure
3: I don't know what he's talking about (laughs) I don't I definitely don't get recognized in public um no no No, way no no shot definitely in Georgia you do
1: oh in Georgia yeah that's yeah
3: not not really (laughs) Not really. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not this big celebrity that Chase thinks I am. Mm. I'm sure when Chase goes back to the to the Fighting Illini over there in Illinois, <laughs> that he's just
2: the man. Right?
3: Can I get your autograph, Chase? <laughs> can I get a picture.
2: Funny thing is, actually, before Jake's going to roast me for this for the rest of my life now, but uh, before I got on the plane to go to San Francisco, and the guy working there um, had not missed a game since 2017, I believe. And he actually recognized me, and, wow. and uh, Payne Durham was actually there in the parking lot, too. recognized him, too. So Big-timer. Yeah. Look at that. I, mean, I shouldn't have told him that. You know, but I yeah, mean, he's a big-timer. <laughs> I mean, you can't hide it. You, you can't knew. hide it. He's that guy.
1: You knew it was coming. <laughs> so do you guys enjoy the fact that you get to be a little bit more anonymous than other guys, maybe? Or do you wish, maybe, like, man, like, here I am in the NFL. No one even recognizes me.
3: Nope. Nope. <laughs> this is yeah. why y'all
1: are built for this position. I,
3: th- I think about this all the time. You got to think about think about some of, like, the biggest big-time athletes, right? Lionel Messi, for example, he can't walk into Publix and just shop. Yeah, we can go into Publix any day we want. I can. shop. Yeah. Oh, I certainly. Can. <laughs> you might not be able to, but like now that
1: we know he's getting ready, like
3: a lot of these big time athletes, like I honestly feel bad for him sometimes. Like they can't. A lot of them probably don't feel like they can go out and, in public sometimes, or else they're going to get bombarded.
1: And you guys just get to walk on in there. Mm -hmm. That's great. So did you guys each grow up wanting to do this? Or tell me the route each of you took to being a kicker and punter in the NFL. Chase, why don't you start?
2: So I actually grew up uh, playing soccer my whole life. I played for, gosh, 15, 16 years, something like that. Um, Tried football when I was in seventh grade in middle school. I thought, you know, this isn't for me. I'll stick with soccer. (laughs) And uh, went into high school. Uh, freshman year, played just soccer. Had no inclination to play uh, football at all. And then the typical, typical story. They uh, went over to the soccer team. My sophomore year, said, "Hey, he wants to kick." And I was like, "You know, I tried it before. I'll try it again." And and uh, it's true what they say about the uh, the best state for high school football, Texas, is oh. uh, is uh, lots of fans there. And it was pretty exciting to be a part of that. So uh, basically, I played, continued to play soccer throughout high school, and then um, played football from. Sophomore year on, went to Illinois, and then was blessed to end up here.
1: That's awesome. Jake, what about you?
3: It's really hard to follow up someone who thinks that uh, Texas is the greatest (laughs) state for for (laughs) high school (laughs) football. Knowing, very well known that it's the state of Georgia. But uh, for me, no, I always, uh, I grew up playing baseball. Um, I wanted to play in the MLB. I still want to play in the MLB <laughs> when you uh, grow up someday. Yeah. When I grow up, I want to be an MLB baseball player. That's just, that's, that's always been something I've loved. But, who uh, do you want to play for? Uh, the Atlanta Braves. Okay. Oh. The best team in the MLB.
2: Well,
1: now all the Rays fans turned this off, yeah, so that's well, unfortunate.
3: Well, that's okay because you know what? The Rays had a great season this year. I'll we give did. you guys props. Good job. Good job. Us, <laughs> props. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, us props. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Us. Yeah, just, us. yeah sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I grew up playing baseball. Um, I started kicking, uh, probably around eighth grade. Um, I got interested in it because, uh, uh, my cousin kicked in high school and I used to go to his games as a, as a little kid. And I was like, Oh, this is the coolest thing in the world. So I, uh, that's something that I I decided to dive into. My uncle was an all American kicker. So, uh, he kind of, he kind of got me started and helped me and, and coached me a little bit. And, uh, Um, it kind of just kind of went from there and that's kind of how I got to, uh, got to here.
1: So do you guys have other kickers and punters that you think of as like, oh, I grew up watching them or idolizing them, or I watch them now that, you know, again, for other position groups, we hear this all the time of, oh, I had this guy that I idolized or this guy that I wanted to emulate. Does that apply to each of you?
2: Definitely. Yeah. 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 There's guys growing up that I watched guys in college that I watched, uh, Mason Crosby, Adam Vinatieri, the first two that come to mind. So getting to play against them uh last couple of years and and uh actually coming into indianapolis during adam's last season was uh, was pretty cool to, to, to meet those guys and, and shake their hands
1: i love that being a little starstruck over the the kickers yeah. i really like that i'm sure yeah. they appreciate it too. yeah and then
2: i was wise enough as a rookie to uh, tell adam that his first year in the league was the year that i was born oh, oh. no <laughs> he didn't care for that one too i'm much. sure he did
1: <laughs> not <laughs> jake what about you
2: i think yeah for me um
3: Johnny Hecker was always like the face. You know, he was always like the guy that you kind of watched and was really, really just an incredible player. Um, so he was definitely one for me. Um, I enjoyed Marquette King when he was in the league. He was uh, another fun guy to watch, just an incredibly powerful leg. And um, so those guys for me were, were great, were great to watch. I enjoyed it a lot.
1: And it makes sense, too, that you would also pick guys who brought other dynamics to it that I know you really pride yourself in being. You, would you say the most athletic punter?
3: I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that. Okay, well then I'll say but it. But I like. Might say I, like, uh, some I like, me. like. To say that I am a rather athletic punter. Mm. We'll leave it at that.
1: The humble athletic punter. I just like
3: to be. I, I. I would like to be an athletic punter. That's yes.
1: All. So that makes sense that you would pick those guys. And we've seen where you've been able to bring that to the table. I remember your famous one from last year where you were able to save the play running around and then punting on the run, which was incredible. You were able to dive on the block kick this year. Um, Is there something that you feel like you are really proud of in terms of what you've been able to bring to the team or ways that you try to bring the athleticism to the position?
3: Um, You know, I just think that, you know, being, being a guy who's who has been blessed with some athletic abilities, um, just any anything that I can do to help, I just would I love to be able to to do whatever I can to help. I keep telling the all our offensive coaches that I want to go run and catch a fade in the end zone, but they haven't seemed to uh, to buy into that one yet. Mm. But I'm pushing for it. Yes. So if you ever see it, just know that after all this time of begging, it's finally <laughs> happening.
1: That you had to work. for <laughs> I've this I've been to working happen.
3: for this every day, probably since training camp. How many times yes.
1: do you think you've told Dave Canales that you want this?
3: I keep telling them all the time. <laughs> I have the bet. I have the best two point play, hands down. I have drawn it up. It's fantastic. <laughs> I can't tell you guys because we're going to run Obviously, it. Obviously, yes. But uh, it's the best two point play, and it's unstoppable.
1: Well, when this happens, let us know. We'll run this clip. We'll run the play, and we'll say he called it. Absolutely, you babe roofed it. You called your shot. I
3: love that. That's but, but yeah, be great. I tell. I think I tell Dave all the time that I'm like, hey. Put What yeah. am I getting in? So yeah.
1: Hey, look. If we can get Vita the ball, I I feel like we should be able to get you the ball.
3: Well, Vita's got a great track record of getting oh, the ball.
1: You don't have one yet. P-
3: people forget Vita has a great track record of that. I don't necessarily have the same track record that he That's
1: has. That's fair. <laughs> and you're not quite as intimidating when asking to be given the ball either. So maybe no, this is the problem. go I get Vita to ask Dave no. Canales to give you the ball.
3: Okay. Well, I've talked to Mike and Chris about it. I'm trying to get them to tell to tell him because I feel like as them being unbelievable wide receivers i feel like they got a lot of pull in Mm -hmm. that room so like if they could go there that'd be great
1: especially if they're willing to give up one of their catches
3: we're working on it we're working on it
1: we're Uh, we're talking to chase McLaughlin and jay kamarda um so chase for you i mean you were the walk-on in college and then the undrafted guy here and then nine different teams i think does that sound about right a couple different second stints with a few of those too. so more than nine stops but nine different teams. Um, What has been the most challenging part of that? And then the ways that also that has built you, grown you into the guy that you are now and the player you are. I mean, I imagine the fact that it is such a pressure packed position and then you're moving around all the time. How do you think that's shaped you?
2: I think the biggest part is just, just having faith, uh, having faith, knowing that uh, God's got a plan for me and it might not be the most straightforward exact plan or idea that I had for myself. um, But just trusting in that and, and finding peace in that too. It's, It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's basically all I've known. I mean, like you said, I walked on at Illinois for two and a half years before I got the scholarship undrafted and and my rookie year played for five teams. So it's basically, basically all I knew. So, um, it was, it was tough at first for sure, but, uh, we've been blessed to, uh, stay in one city for the last, last few years. So hopefully stay here for a little while.
1: Yeah, that's a huge deal. Um, and what is it about here that you think is going to be such a good fit for you? And then you did, I mean, you had to win the kicking competition in preseason to get here. So why has this year and this team seemed to be such a good fit?
2: Uh, I just think the, uh, the the building as a whole, I mean, everything from front office coaches and players, it's just, it's everyone across the league, um, pretty much every team I've been to says, oh, we're family, we're family, but you can, you can tell, right when you walk in the door, who's actually a family or not. And this, this, this building is definitely one of those, one of those buildings. Um, but like I said, just, just keep having the faith, keep trying to keep everything the same that I can and, and, uh, keep picking out with
1: Jake. Mm, that's a good start. That's a good start. So Jake, for you, you had, you know, a vet kicker last year, you got another vet kicker this year. That's been around the block. How has that been helpful for you as you came in the young rookie last year, second year player now to have guys that were, had, had been around the block a bit, shall we say?
3: It's great. Um, you know, it's always fun being the youngest guy in the room. Kind of. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's been great. You know, obviously having Ryan last year was uh one of the bigger blessings I could have ever asked for. Um he was just an incredible guy to be around. I learned so much from him and he's he's been fantastic. To this day gonna be one of one of my better friends. But um, you know, having having Chase here this year has been great. Um even though we fight every single day. Nah. Lovingly, lovingly, like <laughs> the, brotherly the brotherly sort Loving of it. the big brother, little brother. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> no, having having Chase is great. Um, I get to learn a lot that you know he's experienced being the journeyman that he is. Um, it's it's fun to to hear what he has to say and bounce ideas off of him and uh, what he's seen that's worth Having been around so many different guys and uh, it's just it's 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 fun getting to getting to be around this guy and and just listen and learn and uh, have a friendship there. So.
1: And I imagine that, you know, we talk about how maybe the offensive line is one of the most important positions in terms of their chemistry and their trust in each other and faith in each other. But I imagine that it's as much, if not more for you guys. A, I think you guys spend more time together than any other position group on this team. You guys are off to the side doing your own thing so often in practice or in separate meetings all the time. Um, How hard is it to, A, be maybe sort of separate from the team a lot, but then also, maybe is it a, a positive and perk of how close it forces you guys to be when it comes to it? You know, if, if we're needing a game winning field goal, you guys have spent that much time together.
2: Yeah. I think it's, it's important just for uh, like operations sake is just having that, uh, that repetition. Um, but I think, yeah, just growing closer together um, as friends and as teammates to just have that bond so that you're you, you just truly really trust someone, you you know, that they're going to, Uh, take care of business on the field but but you also know them as a person and and getting that chance to like you said have so much time together like with the team but also away from the team so uh, just really getting a chance to grow close to each other
3: yeah I mean there's something there's just there's something about um, being good friends and having a good bond that it makes it so much more fun of a game to play because you're out there and you're not just playing for yourself, you know, you're playing for a team, but you're playing for the guy next to you. And it's truly Like I, you know, for me being a holder, like I get the opportunity to serve Zach snapping and I get the opportunity to serve chase and holding. And there's nothing more fun and more exciting than being a part of those guys success and just getting to sit there and hold for him. And whenever, you know, I put it down and he makes that kick, it's like, that's awesome. You know, like he did a great job. And I'm just happy that I was able to be a part of it. So it's, we have a, we have a really, really strong, you know, brotherhood around here. And it's really tight-knit. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a really cool deal.
1: That's awesome. We're going to take a quick break here on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Hooters, the original wing joint since 1983. This is Buccaneers Radio.
0: Buccaneers Total Access continues, brought to you by Hooters, the original wing joint since 1983. Once again, your co-hosts, Allie Marpet and Casey Phillips.
1: Welcome back into Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Hooters. We are coming to you from the Hooters Owls Nest, Casey Phillips, alongside Jake Kamarda, Chase McLaughlin, our punter and kicker. Right before this break, we were talking about how important the relationship between you guys is. So tell me about during a the game, there's so much about your jobs that is the mental side. And I imagine also the way that you each could influence the mental side potentially for the other one. So uh, is it something that you guys talk about or think about in terms of maybe a kick or punt hasn't gone perfectly, what you want from each other, how you guys each sort of handle that individually and collectively from the mental side of how to support each other during a game?
3: I think it's funny because everybody is so different. Right, everybody's different. Everybody handles situations a lot different than other people. So, you know, at the beginning of the season, you having not played together, you don't really know what those scenarios look like, what those situations look like. So you kind of have to learn on the fly. You gotta learn on the fly, like, all right, this guy might respond to this better, um, or maybe he's gonna respond to this better. And, you know, throughout games and 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 seeing how things have gone, like you kind of just learn how to how to handle things. Um Chase is Chase is great. I mean, anytime that I I struggle or anything, he he'll always come over and you know just if 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 it's even just like a little little tap on the knee or something like it's something small, but you know it's always appreciated. Um, and for Chase, Chase doesn't ever mess up because he's just <laughs> an unbelievable player. Not true. So uh, there's not much for me to have to do there. So it's pretty great. <laughs> but um, he's I mean he's he's super easy, and uh, I think honestly the one thing that I think that both of us have in common that we, we certainly share is, uh, that our, uh, where our identity is. I think that we would both agree that our identity isn't in what we do, but it's in the Lord. Um, uh, and I think that makes things a lot easier for us, um, when things don't go, you know, as planned, because we know that, um, you know, there's nothing, nothing we that we can do that will uh, will separate God's love from us, and uh, having our identity in that, I think, is what is truly makes things a lot easier for us.
2: Yeah, just like Jake said, I think having our identity in Christ just gives us a lot of peace on the field. Um, but I think the other, the first word that uh, comes to mind is just balance. The balance of remembering that. When you're between the lines between the white lines it's time to lock in it's time to focus but hey when you step off that field diagnose it and then try to try to breathe a little bit try to let it go um and just focus on the next one and so like jake said it's it's learning uh and feeling out those times and the, the balance of those times to when to when to kind of help pick someone up or when to just let them take a second and then meet up with them a couple minutes later so um Kind of like we talked about earlier is just is building that chemistry and that trust with each other and uh, really it goes a long way
1: do you guys consider yourselves superstitious at all
2: no i'm not superstitious but i am a little yes.
1: it's two weeks in a row we've gotten to have that on the show and that warms my heart so much tristan said the same thing last week and i'm like yes this is you guys get brownie points for me every time that quote gets to be used um so Yeah, I feel like routines, this is what I always love. Athletes, almost no one admits to being superstitious. Everybody says, I'm not superstitious, I just have a routine. Does that sound a little bit more accurate to the depiction? Do you guys each have very specific routines either in pregame or right before a kick?
2: Yeah, I think uh, the line between routine and superstition is that I found is if you don't do that routine, will it mess you up? Um, Obviously, everyone has routines because you want to keep things the same, whether it is Things that people would consider superstitious. Like for me, it would be like I try to eat the same meal before I go out uh, in, the, in the morning of the game. I wear the same socks that I do uh, during practice all the way up in the same shirt, same clothes. So for me, it's not like it, – I wouldn't consider it superstition because if I didn't have my shirt, I wouldn't be a mess. Right. But I just like to keep things the same through routines, like Least amount of
1: variables exactly. to change. Yeah, exactly. that makes sense. What about you, Jake?
2: I wore a pair of socks this game. I wore a different pair of
3: socks the last <laughs> game. Wore a different pair of the game before. Um, I I wouldn't consider myself to be super super like very superstitious. Um, I was told one thing when I was in college. Uh, I think it was my freshman year. I don't remember who said it, um, but it was we always had this thing called street fighter mentality. And it was if you ever get into a street fight, you don't have time to warm up. <laughs> You don't have time to put your socks on or or put whatever you need on. You just show up and you got to fight.
1: I also really enjoy the idea of there being like a punter kicker street fight. This is really the mental image I got was phenomenal. So thank you for that. But yes, I love this. I like this attitude. So
3: that's kind of sort of the idea behind it. Um, I I try to stay away from the superstitions um, because I think the second you get into uh, the realm of that world, like Chase was saying, the second that one thing goes wrong, your mind can go just flip a switch and you're just like, Oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to do this anymore. It's like, all right, you know, things aren't going to go your way. You're going to hit adversity. Adversity is going to come up in the game. It's like, you know, where can I just try to continue the, just being able to do that without having to worry about all these different factors. So
1: yeah, that makes complete sense. Um, How about for each of you guys at this point in the season, what are the things that you feel like are your biggest strengths and then the things that you are wanting to continue to grow in and work on? I also love this look between the two of you and the oh, little yeah. communication. This oh, yeah. very much goes to the uh <laughs> the the relationship we yes. discussed that I feel like y'all are that old married couple that has the like unspoken little mm-hmm. looks at each other of like I'm just your turn, to get no, you signal. go. The signal. <laughs>
3: that's all I'm just trying to get Wait, the signal. The waiting head for the nod. go. The head. Yes. Nod. Right. Like, yes,
1: snap the ball, go. that's yes,
3: the boy. Here we go. Um yeah things things doing well and things to work on i think uh for me things doing well i've actually i feel like i've i've kicked off um with some pretty good hang time this year um which has been which has been a good thing i think it's i think it's really helped us us out as a whole um and punt wise i feel like um i feel like i've i feel like we've done some good things on punt hits hit some good balls that have really helped out um hit, we've hit some we've hit a few more punts um, that will help our gunners out (laughs) in a lot of situations. We'll put it, we'll put it that way. (laughs) Um, but things to work on, I mean, I'm, I'm big on, there's always things to work on. Um, I think things to work on in in the punt game is just, is continuing to work on consistency, um, work on consistency no matter where you are on the field. Um, whether you're trying to hit a short punt or you're trying to hit a long punt, just, um, just being ready for all those situations and and just trying to be as consistent as you can in those.
2: Yeah. I'd basically just echo that consistency across the board. Um, It starts with, like we talked about the routines and everything. Um, But I think the biggest thing at this point in the season is just taking care of our bodies. Um, It's a long season. And just if our bodies are as close to, healthy if, if you want to call it that is, is 100% as you can be then it's a lot easier to be more consistent um, you don't have to worry about little bumps and bruises if you can get that taken care of during the week then you can just be ready to go to focus on the game on Sunday
1: so I had wanted to ask you guys since the Texans game uh, it was unfortunate that it happened against us but it was really cool to see Daria Gumbawale get a chance to go in there and kick a field goal former Buccaneer guys that were here you know knew him and loved him so again hated that it had to be against us, but. Very cool story, um, and it made me want to know for you guys: uh, who are the backups for each of your jobs on the team, and are they each other, or are they other people on the team?
0: Yeah, it's, it's, each each other. Other. yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. it's each other. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yep. Each other, and then uh, was it Kyle going for for Holder? Probably Kyle at Holder. Yeah.
1: yeah. Kyle at Holder. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's say there was a situation like the Texans that, for whatever reason. You two couldn't do it. Do you know who else on the team would have a chance to go be a Dari Wale for a moment?
3: If it wasn't us. Yep.
2: I know man. who would want to. Greg Gaines for sure. <laughs> oh my he gosh. He loves kicking field goals. Haven't seen him make one, but <laughs> his enthusiasm makes up for it. So Greg might not be going in. Yes. Yeah, he would, Greg want, would to. want to. Yeah. But Greg might not be going yes. in. Yes. So That's how a great has
1: he done this at practice a bunch?
2: Um I can't say one or the other, but
1: Yes, he has occasionally attempted a field goal in his own personal time. Yes. Yes.
2: (laughs) It would be hard
3: for me to imagine that DT wouldn't be good at doing something like that. I mean, DT does backflips. Yeah, what can't he do? He should be able to kick a ball, right? Yeah. You would think. You would think. Oh, you know who would punt? Oh, I guess technically he's not playing, but it would be Jensen. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, 100%.
1: You could have given me... 53 guesses I don't know that that would have been one of them tell me why it's Ryan Jensen
2: Jensen can smash punts Mm -hmm. oh yeah
1: that's wild
2: it's definitely Jensen he's got the enthusiasm of Greg Gaines for (laughs) kicking but he can actually turn him over no he can hit he can hit incredible punts
3: it's wild
1: that's crazy I'm so shocked right now
3: big props to him
1: so now the even more fun question flip side who would be the worst at each of your jobs the person on the team that you're like, never, ever let them do my job.
2: Greg's getting a lot of shout outs right now, <laughs> but um, I'm going to throw his name in the hat for that one. Yeah,
1: so he wants it, but he's the yes. one that you're like, of all the people on the team, no.
2: Just <laughs> because I got to keep the the banter
3: rolling, it's KJ. Yep. KJ. 100%. Yep. It has to be KJ.
1: And tell me why.
3: Just because it's KJ.
1: <laughs> I have heard from multiple people he is potentially the biggest trash talker on the team. Is that accurate?
2: He might be top two and probably not two. He's definitely, <laughs> yeah. he's definitely up there. Yeah, it is. He's yeah, he's definitely up there. Our, but, but to be fair, I don't think either of us could do either of their positions either. So let's just put that on the table, which today. is,
1: which is fair, which also no. leads me to my next question, which was if you were going to play something else, we've heard Jake already ask for wide receiver, oh, so I'm yeah. guessing that's your answer. hundred percent. So for you, Chase, what, if you could play something else, what would it be?
2: Uh, probably receiver also. I'm one for one in my lifetime
1: wow one for
2: one for a gain of so, 11 yards in it's a better grade. percentage
1: than mike evans i yep. mean
2: obviously I mean, you said it i mean 100 <laughs> percent of the time chase is gonna catch the ball there we go 50 percent of the time works every time works every, every time, time.
1: <laughs> of course now do you not want to do it again to ruin your your percentage potentially i mean you got a perfect
2: you want right to I mean, roll the dice i want to roll the dice because i need i need six i've got lots of threes and ones in my career yeah. i have never scored touchdown i love that never Come scored on, a touchdown go. in my life so i need one of those
1: that would be pretty incredible about how about you? Have you gotten to do anything other than the punt? Have you gotten to score? Have you gotten to do other things in your career?
3: Um, at what age?
1: At any, any age. age.
3: Oh yeah, I've scored. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. I've scored. What
1: age are we having to go back to? Yes. Uh,
3: in so we'll take it a, a long ways back. We'll go back to my flag football days. Oh wow. My flag football days. <laughs> a lot of scores. A Lot of scores. Uh, we go to the eighth grade football. Okay, I won. I did eighth grade twice because. That's a long story, but I played for the eighth grade team (laughs) twice, right? Played on the division two team. So like there's the A team and then there's the B team. I was on the B team. I was was on the not good team.
1: I appreciate the honesty.
3: We could have
1: have changed it. No one would have fact checked you. So I appreciate that. We
3: won one game in two years and I had a pick six the second year. Let's go. Ball player. It's a big deal. And... I never. I don't think I ever caught a touchdown pass because I played quarterback the second year. In the first year, I had a broken finger, so I had a club.
1: <laughs> Not ideal.
3: So for any position, I have scored in middle school.
2: I didn't score in high school, though.
1: It's devastating. And, yeah, it's and for you, at no at no point, no at level, no
2: point in my life have I had the football in my hands and crossed that goal line. Do Not you, in a game.
1: Do you already have? celebrations in mind of if this were to happen
2: chase is going to gritty it's for sure <laughs> oh yeah it's for sure hit the mean gritty
1: i did notice on instagram there was maybe a video of you gritting on the treadmill which was an yes. interesting yes yep. looked great
2: those are activation there's no um, there's no better of an opportunity for it yeah this? <laughs> that's a mile amazing. of gritting one mile
1: one one mile a whole mile that's your workout yes. <laughs> um so also you brought up greg gains and i also know is there a chance that he tells you guys to run laps at practice
2: oh yes yes yeah, he's always looking out for our well-being a thousand um, laps
1: a thousand yes. laps yeah he
2: doesn't think we work enough at practice <laughs> no um so anytime he comes off and we're not working he lets us know that we need to get another 500 laps it could be push-ups just whatever uh coach gains thinks coach uh, Gaines. that day
3: it's usually laps he loves laps he loves laps it's mm-hmm. like I, that's that's his thing yeah so if, if if greg ever <clears throat> in his lifetime becomes a coach um that poor team as a kicker or that punter team. lots of laps you yes. just might want to look the other way i don't yeah. know just just a thought
1: <laughs> is it is it challenging for you guys to sometimes feel like the rest of the team thinks that like you guys are not doing some of the same things is that challenging for y'all is it do you not really think about it or worry about it
2: i think at this level everyone's a professional and they, yeah. they know how it goes but it's it's the old saying it's everyone wants your job during the week nobody wants it on sunday so yes that i would agree with that truth.
1: yeah i would totally agree with that. Um, also, do you guys tell me about, I know my cause, my cleats is coming up before too long. So first I'd love to hear what you guys are going to do for that. And also do you guys already have to have sort of special different cleats? How does that uh, affect it for you guys? And what does it look like in terms of compared to the rest of the team? What, what's on, what's on the feet?
3: So last year um, I had, I had them do a pair of cleats. Um, I didn't wear them for the game. I wore them for the, for the beginning, for pregame. Um, but I actually switched out and wore a different pair for the game. That's what I figured. Is it's so it was, important yeah, for you guys? Yeah. But uh, this year, I don't know. I might. Uh, I might wear. Uh, I might wear them. This you might rock it during we'll, the game. We'll, we'll see what happens.
2: But. Yeah. Same with me. Last year they gave me uh, football cleats uh, with uh, painted up, so didn't get a not chance to wear. Cleats. Not the kicker cleats. So uh, wore them in pregame and then uh, yeah, switching the kicking cleats. But yeah, like you said, it's getting our cleats broken in is is a big feel thing to go back to our our conversation about feel. But, um, so yeah, I mean, I think, uh, Natalie said we're going to get them a a couple weeks early this year. So hopefully get to break them in a little bit and then, yeah, yeah, I'd I'd like to wear them in the game.
1: And what are the things that are unique about what you guys have to wear? Like, what do you need from your cleats? Like what are the unique specific things even for the two of you? Uh,
2: Soccer
3: cleats. Yeah. Soccer soccer cleats cleats that fit comfortable and, uh, yeah that, that just yeah. that feel good that work that yeah. work good
2: a lot tighter than other guys wear uh i don't know about you i go down a, a whole size and wow uh, my cleats versus my street shoes yeah they're definitely tight yeah so yeah. the feet the feet hurt sometimes yeah but wow it's Which, an it's a necessary thing yeah goes back into having some time to break them in before yeah before the game so
1: that's crazy all right we have one more segment coming up here on Buccaneers Total Access brought to you by Hooters the original wing joint since 1983 this is Buccaneers Radio
0: now more on Buccaneers Total Access brought to you by Hooters the original wing joint since 1983
1: welcome back into Buccaneers Total Access brought to you by Hooters we're coming to you from the Hooters Owls Nest Casey Phillips here with Jake Camarda Chase McLaughlin our punter and kicker um So tell me for you guys uh, at practice, what does practice look like for each of you? What are the different parts of what you guys are doing? How much is it with the rest of the team off on your own and all the different ways that you use it during the week?
3: It's for me, um, I usually, uh, what days do I punt on? I punt on Wednesdays and Fridays. Mm -hmm. I pretty much just show up, warm up on our field before practice starts. Um, We do teams as the first period. So I punt during that team's period and then. Depending on how the period goes, I either come back to the field and hit a few more, or uh, I shut it down for the day. Occasionally, get, a, get get some drill work in, but my big drill work day is usually on on uh, Thursdays when I'm not when I'm not hitting. But uh, that's typically what it looks like for me, and then I just wait around for Chase. <laughs> usually takes a while, but then I just wait yep. to hold for him.
2: So, yeah, it's it's a pretty similar ratio to game day uh, for the time that we're by ourselves versus hitting with the team. Um, for me, I'm the same thing. We, I kick, kick, uh, Wednesday, Friday and, uh, like, like, we were talking about routines earlier, I have my stretching routine, warm routine and, and try to keep things the same throughout the season. And, um, and then, yeah, we have a uh, one period of field goal. And after that, we kind of just shut it down and, and, uh, run our laps when Greg tells us to run <laughs> our laps. That's run right. Laps.
1: Do each of you still get nervous before doing your job or before a game? Or is it at this point, like, it's just so normal?
3: Uh, i don't know about chase yeah i do um I de- I definitely think that nerves are a thing anyone that tells you that they don 't get nervous before they go out and do things i just i don't know if I believe that you definitely there's definitely parts of you that have nerves but um that's uh, you know that's i guess that's a part of my preparation is uh uh before i uh, before I go on the field i'll always you know say a prayer or two about you know just asking the lord to uh to take away my nerves and that I would just you know put my my full faith in him. Um, and just trust that he's got the plan for me. Everything's going to work out. So I think that essentially helps take away um, my nerves and everything. But I definitely would say that there's I, – I think there's nerves. Chase probably say the opposite. But... <laughs> I, believe it or not,
2: would actually agree with Jake. Ah. And um... – It's on the record. <laughs> it's, on the record. <laughs> it's on the record. We had an agreement. Clip it. Clip <laughs> that. Clip, it. <laughs> <laughs> Clip it. Um...
1: He's going to just put that on loop. Yes. Yeah, now yeah, yeah. Without any context, just I ringtone. agree with Jake. Yeah, yeah. whatever <laughs> it is, he's going to just play that after he yes. says something.
2: Um I think if you, I heard I forget who was talking about it, but they said if you don't have nerves anymore, then you don't care anymore. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's not important enough for you anymore. Um, so I think that's a big part of it. But like Jake said, is is having that peace and uh, through prayer and uh, and just trusting that um, whatever's going to happen that day is is what the Lord's planned for you. So um, I think it is. It's a normal thing to have those nerves, but to not let them overcome you.
1: How about Jake? Do you get more nervous for holding or for punting? That's a
3: great question i don't Thanks. i don't know if I get as nervous for for holding or for punting. it's probably a it's probably about an even split, yeah, I think it's probably about an even split i think kickoffs too is 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 probably about an even split. I probably am a little less nervous on kickoff why i don't i couldn't tell you but uh maybe a, maybe a little less nervous on kickoff than the other two but the other two is probably pretty pretty close split
1: how about uh for you i have to i have to do this and i'm sorry i don't want to do this but georgia football are you yeah, very excited You went of to, course
2: you went to georgia yeah. i did <laughs> okay you didn't know that? first time did, you've no ever way. heard about it no i'm sure no way first time i've heard it well, that's, you
3: should come to a game sometime
2: i'd love I'll to consider bring it. it. <laughs> okay so uh the dogs
3: playing good ball right
1: now i just wanted to make sure our whole fan base listening was just getting real angry at you yeah, You already said the anti-race thing earlier. Now all the Florida people, yeah, I like, just you figured know, being, I'd just throw you to the wolves for everything.
3: Being in uh, the state of Florida, right, um, where you have you know teams like Florida that are owned by the University of Georgia. Wow. All
1: right, and so uh, for you guys, goals for the rest of the season individually. We know the team goals are, are winning the division, winning as many games as possible, but for you guys individually, uh, Chase, what about you?
2: I'd say is just keep everything consistent. I don't like to put like... Numbers or any yeah. any sort of uh, set goals like that, but I think just uh, being as consistent as I can, uh, taking care of my body as much as I can, and um, just keeping the faith throughout the season. So I yeah. think th- things are going well uh, for us as a specialist group, and we just got to keep things uh, as similar to as we've been doing them for the whole season.
1: Jake,
2: I think for me, just just be the best
3: the best partner that I can be, the best the best version of me. I'm, I'm like Chase. I don't like to put put a number down on things because um, numbers can get tricky, especially in punting. But uh, just just if I can be the best version of me and, and, and the best teammate I can be.
1: Not like that. All right, and we'll, uh, we'll close with this most important question. we got Thanksgiving coming up. Oh, gosh.
3: Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Everybody loves yes. talking
1: about that. So tell me, the foods, the traditions, the yes. things. And then, of course, also, did we do Christmas and holiday things prior to it or do we wait till after it? Hot button question.
3: No, you don't do Christmas before No.
2: You don't. Now my fiance my thinks guy. differently. You don't you don't do it before. Agreed. You just don't. I agree. So it has to be after Thanksgiving or yep. it has to be December or That's what's the after off? it's just after, <laughs> Thanksgiving. after yes. Thanksgiving. Okay. I mean you could do a Thanksgiving the, night for all I care, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. after
3: Thanksgiving, right? I agree. I'm with you. I agree.
1: Look at this. Look you yeah, Two, you agree to them twice. I'm so sorry that I've done this to you on <laughs> <Clip> the show <laughs> made you this go is, on record. This is, a,
3: this is a monumental day for me. <laughs>
1: this is. So you agree on that part? All right, Same so thing. now Thanksgiving foods and things that we're super fired up about.
2: Please, go ahead so, with the Jell-O so, Jigglers. Yeah, so my fa- jell Jigglers. <laughs> my response was exactly.
3: <laughs> look them up. It's a real thing. So my family.
1: I am afraid to Google that. No,
3: no, no, yes, no, 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 no. Don't I'm do telling, it on I'm your work computer. <laughs> computer. I'm telling you, they're unbelievable. Um, it's something that my family's done for I don't even know how long, I guess. Since I was a kid. Uh, we do it for Thanksgiving, we do it for Easter, we do it for Christmas, we do it for everything you can imagine. So it uh, is
1: completely any holiday.
3: Any holiday. Any holiday they're getting jiggled up. <laughs> any ho- any holiday we're getting jello jigglers and they're fantastic. In fact, my mom is graciously coming down here uh for Thanksgiving and she's going to make them so I can give them to Chase. And his family wow. and
2: Zach and his family. So we're very excited about that. But uh The way it's been explained to me is uh obviously you're the office watcher. Mm-hmm. Um I imagine Jim's
1: Stapler and Jello. Stapler and
2: Jello yep. just minus the state unless there is staplers in it. Can I request staplers in it?
3: <laughs> um you see I don't know the whole gist because I'm not as much of an office yeah. guy we're, as you. We're as getting are there. We're, yeah. we're, getting, we're working it's on it. It's slowly though. happening.
1: <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys so much for joining me on the show. This has been great, and uh, good luck this next week.
3: Thank, thank you, you so much.
1: much. All right, and thanks to all of you guys for joining us on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Hooters, the original wing joint since 1983. This is Buccaneers Radio.